0: Is your new year still falling flat? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy. But Planet Fitness has the cure. Boost your energy with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs for $1 down and $10 a month. No commitment. Cancel any time. Deal ends January 31st. See home club for details.
1: We live. Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. So show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro?
0: Nothing much. Just uh, got a little redemption on the game. Uh, we had a. Uh... Ladies middle school basketball game squad that beat us. We turned around and got the dub on the night. So, you know, good spirits. It was uh, eighth grade night for the girls. So they got their dub on eighth grade night. So that was good. You know, we moved. You know what I'm saying? Last week I said that. You know what I'm saying? So that's going good. I mean, high hopes. I got my work done. So I shall. have. All my stuff in, and you know, what I'm saying credits, everything good. So I should be, you know, what I'm saying having a bachelor's degree come end of December.
1: Yes, sir. You know what? I'm just feeling good. Hey, I ain't mad about you. I ain't mad about it one bit, bro. Happy for you. Happy for the family. Congrats are in order. And We're gonna definitely have to. Uh, we have to make it work uh man you know i'm I'm doing all right uh you know (laughs) uh, as best as i can i'm a little down on my um on my technology so i'll just go ahead and let back the 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 uh i'll peel back the, the covers a little bit if you didn't hear no music it's because i ain't got my stuff together yet and if you do hear music, don't worry about it. But for any kind of audio issues, please forgive us. We're going to get back on track. Y'all know how we try to do it the right way here what's happening. But outside of the, my little technology issues I'm having, bro, I'm good. You know, I did, um, you know, we did our fantasy basketball draft last night, and I was able to to snatch Ja Morant away from you. You know, you always take Kevin Durant with that first-round draft pick every year, no matter what. Bro, I was,
0: and I was going to go for Ja, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> first, I was like, you know what? So he ain't gonna last but what threw me off i was like i might have a chance because when i first came in the draft i had first pick and it was the 200 so i, was, I had a whole different scheme
1: and then mm. I, was,
0: I was like hey jump out and jump back in because they talking a little different right now in the group so i did and i seen it go away i was fifth pick so i'm like scurrying around trying to yeah <laughs> <up my> <laughs> So I was like, you know what? When in doubt, take KD
1: out. <laughs> you know what, man? KD is a is a wild is a wild card because I mean, if anybody does fantasy basketball, I mean, or if you just watch basketball in general, when he's on the court, you know, from an offensive perspective, he can't be stopped. The problem is, is man, he don't he don't be standing on the court like that sometimes. Man. Um I think we got them years past this. <laughs> I hope I mean we got them years passes but he going into year 16 right now. So we we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. But I'm feeling good about my my little teams. I did three drafts last night. I feel good about my teams. Um yeah, man. I uh I told you before we got on the air. I'm halfway, you know, living that single dad life so to speak. I say halfway. My wife ain't left me yet, but um what happened was <laughs> What happened is, is that, you know, I told you she got the new gig and she's kind of, you know, making sure that she she ties things up with the old gig the right way. So she's working a lot. So, you know, I'm taking the kids to school and bringing them home and, you know, making dinner, getting them, getting them situated, getting them ready for bed, helping them out, I'm, you know, all the steps, right? You she know, I mean, and right now, you know, hey, she the breadwinner. So I'm not upset. <laughs> At all, hey, it, it, you can have a little extra free time. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, but it's I mean, you know, it, it's it's we got some good stuff going. So you know, we'll see how how stuff happens. But um, yeah, man. I mean, we got a we got a nice little full docket. You know, I kind of threw on some extra stuff. I don't know if we'll get to everything, but I uh, will get to what we get to. Uh, First story I sent you, Alex Jones has to pay, uh, they're rounding it up to a billion, but it's $965 million uh, for his, um, it's the, for the parents of the Sandy Hook shooting, which happened back in 2012. Um, he's told a lot of lies and, you know, he's, he's really, you know, kind of floated the idea that yes, AB 965 million was good, brother. Um, um, you know, that, that you know, Sandy Hook was a hoax, that it was a you know, just you know, liberal media making the story up, these kids never existed. Um, and you know, these people lost children, and that's a traumatic experience in and of itself, but then. You know, he has or had, I'm not sure, I've never listened to him, um, but Alex Jones, the heater, now forgive me for the pronoun, um, has a large following. And, you know, when you have a large following, you could be influential. Uh, and what you choose to do with that ability of influence is on you. And he used it for not good reasons. So, what you thinking, bro? So, um, I don't know how much you know
0: about this guy, uh, Alex Jones. Uh, I'm not going to pretend. I know, you know what I'm saying, like, everything about him. Um, I do know, you know, he ran, this was like before podcasting, he ran like a YouTube show. Mm-hmm. He had uh, large platforms on Facebook, Twitter, um Instagram with infowars and infowars is a pretty much yeah just a conspiracy theory um show yeah. yeah well you know it's just because it was before podcast day so it's hard to say it's a podcast but you know it was it was huge you know what I'm saying like he he had people from all over and, and he did you know Cover more than just Sandy Hook, like he the nine eleven. Um, when it came down to uh, you know the whole Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein, and I mean he covered a array of different things, you know. So he it was it was more than just you know Sandy Hook. He he was a conspiracy theorist. They, right he, he didn't believe in, you know, a lot of the different catastrophic things that happened. He always felt like, you know, that there was somebody um, behind him. And so I say that to say, you know, I, I get, you know, it was a catastrophic event, these folks lost kids, but it's, it's kind of hard, you know, in a nutshell, because it's like, are we crossing the line when it comes to you know silencing people and what they can say, you know what I'm saying, with the right of freedom of speech, you know what I'm saying, and freedom of expression? And so, you know, that's my biggest thing on it, is it's definitely wrong for what he, you know, said about these folks' kids, you know what I'm saying, um, especially Consider an event is real because we don't have anything to prove it otherwise. Um, It's definitely wrong. But my thing is, I, I, I think I'm just getting a little tired of every time somebody is saying something, or because they have a following or whatnot, it's become the new move to silence people. You know what I'm saying? Or to, you know basically go after them for speaking how they feel about a situation and that therefore you know what i'm saying is wrong and you, i know you're going to disagree with it. i can see your facial expressions but <laughs> you can
1: see my face but i can't see my face yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: so you know what i'm saying but but to me you know it, it's kind of hard for them to even come after him for this type of money for 965 you know? If I'm not mistaken, they silenced him way before things really got cooked up. Like, they took him off of YouTube and, you know, uh, canceled his Twitter and Facebook accounts behind all the conspiracy stuff he was saying way before Sandy Hook. They was threatening to do it. And then after Sandy Hook and, you know, a few more events, they didn't do it. Like if I'm not mistaken, he was the he was before Trump or any of them to, to be, you know, what I'm saying the platformed, basically. He still found ways to get his stuff out by creating his own platform and websites and whatnot, but it still wasn't to the extent of what he had with having these bigger social sites that was helping fuel, you know what I'm saying, his, his platform. So, you know how are you gonna charge this man this type of money when he probably wasn't making nowhere near that you know what i'm saying the long haul like,
1: go ahead yeah um I don't know all his business but he's got i i think they in the process <laughs> of the court they showed that he has access to that kind of money um um you know, I believe you do with the type of following you know he has? He, I'm pretty sure some of his supporters
0: is definitely keeping him going, you know, from all this time that he's been going.
1: Sometime, I think it was last August. Uh, you know, I travel for work, we talked about that before on the show, and you know that obviously. Um, and I was visiting a location in a pretty rural area, and um. It's a retail location, but it's not a, I'm just, you know, I'm trying not to give out too much detail. Um, it's a retail location that I was visiting. And this is a retail location where you would not expect to see uh, a cell phone available for purchase, so to speak. And a customer walks into the store and he's talking to um, the manager at the store. And he asks, you know, do you guys have prepaid phones? And, um, you know, the guy was like, no, you know, if you go down the road to this other, Retail store, you know, I'm sure that they that they'll have some options for you. And he goes, mm, "I don't want to go to that location, you know, I, they're too mainstream." If I go to that location, and then he said, "I'm trying to get in touch with Alex Jones." This is t- last year, this is 2021. Um, the man's influence, um, is. Is far reaching and far wide and defamation isn't a new thing. And I've said this before on the show. Um, I don't believe in the idea of cancel culture. Actions have consequences. We just have an internet now where um, your actions can be felt far and wide. Therefore the consequences can be felt to an even greater degree because of that reason, his ability to get this massive reach because of the way, our technology and society is today, created the opportunity for this thing to grow. Um, and, and the thing is, is that in this court case, because he actually had to pay like $40 million or something in another court case earlier this year in August. Um, and I remember reading or hearing something about that where they were able to prove that he knew that he was lying and that he was making making it up and 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 peddling conspiracy theories. And there's a thing between saying like, "Here's my opinion," and here's a here's something that I know is a lie. When you know it's a lie, you continue to push it anyway because you're trying to create a, a, a narrative. That's a totally different thing than saying, "I don't, I don't trust this." Right? When we when you and I get into our our COVID debates, so to speak, right? you say, I don't trust these things. I've never once, not to my knowledge, I've never once heard you say people are dying from the vaccine. You've never said that. You said, I don't trust the vaccine, right? Right. (laughs) That's a different thing. That's a totally different thing, right? So sharing your opinion and flat out lying when you know the truth, totally different things. And so he, no. I mean, I... The big thing here, what I'm interested to see is the uh, the far-reaching yeah. impact beyond that. Because this whole, like, misinformation thing, I... you to uh, open a can of worms. Well, you know, I can remember sitting, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you would see an article... Um, on your Facebook feed, and it would be abcnews.com, but the news, instead of an S, would be a Z. But people wouldn't see that. They would see the headline, share, never read the article, or maybe glance through the article, right? And But it would be, like, stupid stuff. Um And then, like, these rumors aren't... I have so many thoughts, and I feel like I might be all over the place, so forgive me. Um people just making up stories and stories going far and wide it is not new at all remember you you're only a couple years older than me I'm sure you remember the rumors of Sierra having a dick do you remember ever hearing that
0: yeah she was a mephrodite
1: yeah um how about this one um like oh I guess it had to be eight or nine years ago. Uh, my oldest son, his family on my wife's side had some hand-me-down clothes and gave it to him. And uh, some of it was Tommy Hilfiger. And I saw it, and I was like, no, he ain't wearing that. He ain't wearing that. And my wife was like, well, are you laughing because you already remember? Uh, I was like, he ain't wearing that. She's like, why? And I was like, no, he, don't. he said he don't want white people wearing it. Never bothered to research it. She literally grabs her damn phone Google's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and disproves Google it, but you know. I heard that in like 1997, Bro, and I it just <laughs> it, and it just stuck with me for forever, right? And, and 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 I just think that our nature as humans is to you hear something from a source that you gen, that you generally trust, um, um. And it was, I'm sorry, I've got distracted there. You you hear something from a source that you generally want to trust or something that looks like a source that you trust, and you just jump without thinking, without reacting, without researching. It's just general human nature. And because of that, mixed with the, the power of the technology that we have today, it, it, it got it got out of control. And he never he never said, yo, this is no. Or he never backed off of it. Nothing like that, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, I, I see, I see what you're saying,
0: you know, and yeah, I think it might, it might open up down the road for <clears throat> some people. You know what I'm saying? But long as I guess they keep it on a, you know, I don't
1: believe or I don't think this is the case, then they'd be okay. Um, yeah, words matter.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean it do. And there was a there was actually something, you know, using that type of tactic that revolved around um, Donald Trump's campaign. You know what I'm saying? Using tactics like that. It was uh it was on PBS and you can probably go to their website and look at it, but uh it was basically a big old uh, documentary that they did on Facebook and that was kinda one of the things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that is gonna be so for the podcasters. Uh, um, Bradley's friend Share said, I heard on what's happening that Sierra has a dick, so,
1: <laughs> so
0: you know, hopefully listen, she don't run with that because <laughs> she's gonna be pushing yeah. information that she knows is false. <laughs>
1: Oh man, that I don't even that know where would, to go from that. Yeah, I have to go to the next subject. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm gonna skip around a little bit since we're kind of on the uh disinformation thing anyway. Uh, today uh, we're recording this on Monday, October 17th. It was announced that Kanye is buying Parlor. I know I kind of said that to you last minute. Did you? Yeah, I read it for sure. Yeah, yeah. so. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying because one, it was Kanye, you sent
0: it and two, you know I I like new social media sites and I like what, you know, it was talking about so it it definitely might be something I think I'm about to go sign up myself but could be, you know, propaganda for just that reason too, but go ahead.
1: Well last week he got in hot water I didn't get to see it, but you know, first off, we already had the White Lives Matter thing, and we just talked about that recently, um, and then he said some pretty hateful anti-Jewish stuff on Twitter. Um, I heard about it. I never saw it, but it was pretty, it's pretty graphic thing to say, and his tweets got taken down, and his response was something let me see if i can find it but it was something to the effect of you know if i can't if i can't say what i want to say then i need to look elsewhere here it is this is uh quote that actually this is his tweet when his uh uh, after his you know and anti-semitic tweets when it uh got taken down his quote is in a world where conservative opinions are considered to be controversial, I'm sorry, are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves. Uh, More of the article I'm reading from Bluebird.com. Ye has recently faced restrictions from the major social media platforms for breaking content policies. Twitter removed an anti-Semitic tweet from Ye last week. Locked his accounts just the day after he returned to the platform for the first time in only two years. Instagram has also deleted posts. So yeah, he um, parlor. I don't know if it, I think it just started at the end of 2020. I never heard of it until right after or right around uh the 2020 presidential election. Um, and I remember you know, a lot of conservatives were like, Yeah, I'm gonna go to parlor, you know. We can we can say what we want to say. We're not getting taken down. Oh, because at that time, um, in 2020, right. it, in response to the 2016 election, um, anything misleading was getting marked as misled. I remember I shared a meme from wrestling. It was like Wild Bear chases down man or something like that. It was it was like a, it was a parody account, and the picture was The Big Show, and. Facebook was like, hey, this is misleading. Like, they were tagging anything that was misinformation. They're like, y'all ain't going to blame 2020 on us like y'all tried to blame 2016 on us. And so... Well, it did happen, and they don't happened. Well, yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of conservatives were getting mad because a lot of the stuff they were sharing <laughs> was getting marked as, as uh, you know, misleading or factually incorrect, something mm-hmm. uh, to that effect. And so mm-hmm. that's where Parler kind of came up. I kind of forgot it happened because around the same time is when Donald Trump started his own social media, uh, True Social. Uh, you barely hear about either one, but I heard but I hear more about True Social than I do about Parler. I forgot Parler existed. And now uh, parlor is going to be uh, purchased by Kanye West. The interesting part is is that I did not notice, but the person who owned, Kanye, oh, I'm sorry, The person who owned Parlor previously is Candace Owen's husband.
0: Didn't AB just say something about. I don't know. I
1: could have sworn Candace Owen and Jordan Peterson, Matt Walsh. No, he was talking about something else. But. No, um, yeah. Her. <laughs> Apparently, her husband is the owner, so you know you see him a week or two ago wearing the "White Lies Matter" shirt together, and now she's getting the Kanye bag. <laughs> hey, I I
0: ain't mad at her, you know. Kanye upped his bag off Kim. He he was smart, so you know, I, but he worth like two billion or six billion or something like that now. He's worth a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, he caught a bag off Kim and uh, what she was doing with that clothing line or some new shit. She had something coming out. Or something new she got coming out. He had like so much stake in it, so they split up because of the stake that he got in is what changed him from being like a millionaire that he was under, you know, Jay-Z and Oprah and them to being a billionaire that he is now.
1: I think he became a billionaire
0: while they were married. It, it, I looked it up. I think we were talking about it one day. I looked it up. He it was off of something she did, and he had, you know. I think
1: he may have made a bunch of money, but I think, um, I think he became a billionaire, and because it was like his clothing line that that got him over the top. I don't know. That's that's on top.
0: Either way. Um, I think I'm about to go join Parlor just to see what's what's popping. I like to be a part of shit new, but the shit that I was just about to say before we start laughing at uh share, um, it is fitting with the if Kanye do do this with Parlor, I don't know exactly how Parlor's ran if it's anything, um, if it's anything like uh. Facebook where you can have groups and whatnot, but people was making a massive amount of money, you know what I'm saying? Creating groups on Facebook of, you know, basically splitting people up. Like you had Confederate flag type group here and then you have like a black lives matter group here. And they was just spewing, you know what I'm saying? False propaganda into each group that fitted the type of group. And if you have that, you know what I'm saying? Where it's free to speak over there and there's groups or whatnot, people are going to turn around and and start getting paid over there from the same thing that was happening
1: on Facebook. Yeah, I think is more of a Twitter-type layout than it is like a Facebook-type layout, but I said I was going to join it. They said the owner
0: was in partner with Twitter at one point or something, and then they split.
1: It was in one of the articles you sent me. I think maybe that person was like part of Twitter before or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was something like that. But um, yeah. It
0: was definitely. But I mean, hey, i like to see if he buy it, I'd like to see. But it could also just
1: be propaganda to get people to pop over there and do, you know. I mean, um, the deal is done. The only thing that's got to happen now is the money got to get transferred over. Well, but we'll I mean, see what's
0: what what's like on, on Parlor?
1: Yeah, you know. um. We will see, indeed.
0: No, I don't think AB was a fifty million dollar loan. I just I had googled it or something like how he got rich, and it just basically has said that she had something going on, and he had parts in it when they split.
1: Oh, and I forget this was the tweet that I wanted to find earlier uh, from Kaige. It says, "I never thought I'd download Parlor, but if Twitter and Instagram are going to censor and ban our artists, then we need a platform." Where creatives are safe to be expressive, even at the risk of being offensive. I, but that the, sounds like great in a in, in 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 a vacuum by itself. Like that sounds innocent, innocent enough. I mean he tweeted about like killing Jews. And, uh, I mean- Okay,
0: I don't know what he said about killing Jews, but, you know, per, per the, the system's schooling, it happened. It was part of history. So, I mean, is we going to, what, we going to mad him for speaking it. What was the Holocaust? Was it not part of history?
1: That's not an excuse for him saying that he would kill a Jew
0: well that's not what you said you said he made a post about
1: killing jews you didn't say okay. anything
0: specifically i right? so okay. you know interpretation <laughs> sorry I, I mean but you <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay <laughs> you all know right. what i mean but but that's that's the other thing too you know it, i i don't know everybody different but that's part of life it's definitely wrong you know what i'm saying in a certain situation depending on what you say at the same time, I'm still the same person that if, if I had a ticker symbol that I could, you know what I'm saying, put in, that know it's gonna be a part of what happens in everyday life, I'm, I'm gonna cash in on that. And huh? I-, I would do, Basically, I'm saying like, we, it's death, bro. Like people get bent out of shape about people talking about death, whether they talk about killing somebody Bruh.
1: or Nah, no, you can't compare like, Murder to just general. I mean, like, murder is a form of of death in general, but the speci- the, the specificity of murder <laughs> is problematic. Yeah, you yeah you got me. All right.
0: <laughs> hey, I just I will be having to pick with you sometimes, bro. Like, it, it be you be fun. trying just to disagree for the sake of disagreeing. <laughs> hey, I mean, have I not did that since we known each other? Listen, I'm gonna yeah. be the victim every time. It don't <laughs> Man, all right, I want to. I don't like ugly. I just banged my knee on this
1: desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! Um, no. all right. Uh so on, We um, I, didn't, I didn't
0: do need help, Dolce. I ain't gonna
1: lie with you there. He you definitely know? does. I do this at you last minute, so I'm not sure if you had a chance to get into it or not. It's from uh, Business Insider. Hey, oh. Now that's a damn line a half right there. Um tech CEO calls overemployment trend a new form of theft and deception after firing two engineers secretly working multiple full-time jobs at once. So basically the story is, is that people are working remote and they figured out a way to work two jobs, collect two salaries. Now we about to be. A1 in agreement on this one because hey, you all about the money right, and I'm all about what you say?
0: We, uh, we, we I see can't your, see myself. We're going to see your nose down so flip it up so we can see your eyes. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> we just see Mr. Potato here talking with no hey, eyes.
1: <laughs> so part of my technical difficulties y'all is that I'm using an iPad right now. I'm not using my normal laptop but normal camera like I normally would. I can't see myself. So for those of you watching no video my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but go ahead. My bad. Um, but I was going to say, me and you, we about to be 100% in agreement on this one. Because we're all about the money. And if you can get two bags, why would you not get two bags? Get and, three. <laughs> and me, I'm all about doing stuff the right way. If I can get my job done, why is you tripping? You made me a salary. Preach. So like, I don't understand. The only justification I could give it is, if it is a conflict of interest. Yep. You can't. You can't do customer service calls for Verizon and AT and T at the same time. Mm-hmm. No I sure. mean, unless you work for Target Mobile, but you know. <laughs>
0: I mean, if there, if it's contractual that you can do that and be you a know? multi-party, you know, dealer, then fine. But right. nine times out of ten, that, that's not gonna be the case. And you know, with it being a tech, tech company, I'm assuming, and I didn't read the article, but I'm assuming it's more along the lines of working for one company and then probably freelancing for another. You know, you work from home doing tech work for one company. You could be writing code, program, you know, whatever. You could be helping them out. So if you freelance for another company on the side and you use any of that code or have the possibility to use any of that type of code or programming to help advance this other company, that's would be competition because they're tech companies.
1: It's probably (laughs) an issue. Everything is coded as a tech company right now. DoorDash is a tech company. Like,
0: nah, bro. It, I, I mean, within if that's the case, then yeah, they tripping because you already they know. They set tripping, I'm, I, dog. It, bro, listen, at one point, I'm going to tell y'all, you know what I'm saying, this man across from me is a hardworking man. I've known him to work two, three jobs. He's going to pinch in a little bit if you make it work. You know, so, I, and I'm for it. I was his boss and be like, bro, you it Let me know what you need. We work around it. No big deal. Go get that money. Got kids to feed, you know what I'm saying? It's simple. Yeah. So, and I was the same way, you know, before I got to that position where I had two, to, I was working two, three jobs too. It's America. This is just what we need. We're trying to get to the American dream. And that's at all costs. You're gonna have to work two jobs or have a side hustle on a job or something. And, and they know that. So for dude to even be mad. And then here's my thing. This is this is the part for me. If any job mad about you working two full time, part-time, whatever, then why you ain't paying me enough to work one? Speak. Bruh, like that's it. That makes the most sense to me. Like, bruh. Like my boss would tell me all the time, you know, hey, you know, I need you, hey, bro, hold on, hold on. We outside the hours or, you know, look, that, that's quite a bit. And then I say, well, I need to do this over here, you know what I'm saying, so I can make a little extra. Well, why do you need to do that? My boss actually just sent out a text message. It's no bullshit. My boss just sent out a text message and said, hey guys, if you feel like, you know, it's come to the point that you need to steal, you know, uh, come to me first. So see if there's anything I could do to help as an employer, as a boss, if I just had to let an employee go for stealing, I should feel like I ain't shit. it should never have to come to that. If I feel like I'm giving them a better chance to better themselves for or better life and they still got to steal and some ain't right. Now I get it. There's one off situations, but just in the general scheme of things. Yep. If I'm paying you and I'm treating you the way you need to be treated, you know what I'm saying, for your family and whatnot that I feel should be ideal, then you shouldn't have to feel the need to steal. You should be pretty good off, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. I man. Yeah, they tripping. It just it's always good. It's all good as long as you know the common man don't figure out the way to don't figure out the way to win the system. You know, I just, I was just sharing a story today um, at my old, you know, cell phone job. Man, we used to have the, my first full year as a district manager, make dumb money. Mm-hmm. Dumb money, right? We cracked the code. Everything was done ethically. We weren't lying to nobody. We weren't cheating nobody. You know what I'm saying? We cracked the code. You, you, you throw out a bonus in there, we figure out how to make that bonus work. Yep. Suddenly, the bonuses start changing. Oh, yeah. You know, the, my second full year in that position, I got a ten k pay raise that year, and still somehow made two grand less year over year. <laughs> that hey. that tells you how the money change, bro. They're not gonna play with it. They know. They know what to do. So, it, 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 if 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 someone is not if I'm able to do my job effectively and I'm not cheating the system, I'm not cheating our clients, I'm not cheating our customers, I'm getting my reports in on time, I'm getting, you know, my work is top-notch. It's everything you could have expected and more. And I'm doing it at the rate that you agreed to pay me for. <laughs> then what so, I do when I'm not working for you is not your business. Like, why you even, why you even care? So, that that story, I saw that and and I, I got fired up with that one. Yeah. Um, his name is he's the the CEO of Canopy. His name is David Bell. Apparently, he made the post on um on LinkedIn, and apparently, he got dragged.
0: <laughs> you go to an employer's network and say some dumb shit. Yeah, I was like Cat Williams. Say walk in the club and say fuck all these people, then try to
1: walk out. Okay. <laughs> hey, the po- I- I'll read a little bit of the article from businessinsider.com. It says, the post went viral Friday after Bell said Canopy, a mid-sized software company in Utah, recently fired two engineers who were secretly working two full-time jobs simultaneously. Overemployment has soared during the pandemic, with some saying it allows them to make up to $600,000 a year during a period of record inflation and soaring housing costs, oh, you figured out a way they to make more money. Salary. It's the issue, bro.
0: That's <laughs> what happened. I, I guarantee. Go look up the salary of uh, Canopy CEO. I bet it ain't. Man, listen, he was pissed.
1: Bro, big mad over there. <laughs> hey, and AB, we talked about it before. You work for the same company. We wasn't doing no cheating, no discount codes. We was doing everything up on the up and up, bruh, cashing in every bonus, and they changed the cop plan, dog. <laughs> hey,
0: I believe it.
1: Hey, that, I, I believe it hey, wholeheartedly. Hey, Fred been with me side by side. He know I'm going to figure out the code. <laughs> he, that boy,
0: he's a number of when it comes to his check. That's guaranteed. <laughs> you can make it complicated if you want, he's going to figure it out. Figure it out. If it don't math, it don't math.
1: And if it don't math, <laughs> I won't be there. Beast, <laughs> Easy. Man. Um, I didn't get a chance to read this article even though I sent it to you. <laughs> Amazon suspends 50 workers who refuse to work after the warehouse fire. So
0: listen. I, like I had started on it, I, I touched it, I can't say that I made it through all of it. But it was like, the like way they said it was, they had gave the people, I guess, the time off, same time, I guess, wanted them to come back in. And some of them do that said, no, they let them go but i put it to you like this. I worked at an Amazon for a brief stint. Mm. Yeah, it was I, it was brief, brief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so big guy tell you about it, dog. <laughs> I went and hollered at them, and then I, you know what I'm saying, was a there. But, so, Amazon has this weird, you know what I'm saying, system. It's dope, but it's weird at the same time. So, because of COVID, you were able to literally come into work and leave whenever you want with no excuse, no reasoning whatsoever. You just literally just walk downstairs and say, All right, I'm leaving. I'm cool. You could be five minutes in, you could be five hours in, you could be nine hours in. It it didn't matter. But at the same time, depending on what department, once they, you know what I'm saying, started figuring it out and, you know what I'm saying, they were starting to mandate vaccinations and different things. They said, all right, we done. we letting y'all leave whenever y'all want. That was just basically so we can get something out and produce something while we navigate it. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, the people that worked that morning was leaving early And the people that was coming in that night couldn't. So you have points being thrown. And then you got to go up there to the desk and be like, Hey, listen, this is what happened. And it's up to the discretion of the manager over there based on what the rules and regulations say, if they going to credit you back the points or not. Once you hit, I think it was like four points or however it worked, you gone. So in this situation, we don't know where these people point sit at. We don't know, you know what I'm saying, what the real stipulations of what they got, like some of them was coming in and had to, but had no idea what they would be doing. And then others came in and, and knew a little bit from what I gathered from the brief little bit I was getting before I finished the article. And knowing how Amazon system worked it could easily just been on some, oh, with the fire, you know, you come in and go as you, you please kind of deal. We are just trying to get stuff out as we recuperate through this. But then somebody changes it and say, okay, no, we're working shifts. People pointing out jobs lost, you know what I'm saying? And it can easily be
1: 50 people like that. Yeah. I remember about a year and a half ago, I listened to uh it was an episode of the daily, and I had they were talking about like, you know, in the pandemic, nobody was going out, you know, everybody was staying at home, getting stuff delivered from Amazon was, was top tier. That's the way you did stuff. And so they were saying that like, man, and I, you know, it was a year and a half ago, but they were talking about how Best Buy had like this, no, I'm sorry, not Best Buy, how Amazon they had, uh, you know, like some really good benefits and, and structure to, you know, get people excited, bring them in. I think they were paying like a sign-on bonus and things of that nature. And then they switched to like a performance-based, like a productivity-based uh, type monitoring system. And like, you know, it got to the point where you took a bathroom break. It, it was counting against you. Um, and that put just, a, you know, a real bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And so, you know, to hear something like this, is disappointing. I think that's the term I want to use. It's disappointing. Bruh,
0: it, I, it really is. Like, when I say, and I just put it in the comments, but they really, I just started thinking about it. We just talking about misleading. When it comes to Amazon, they really dirty for how they, how they do. Yeah. They got what they call TOT, that's time off task. Okay, the pro- the productivity thing, yep. Yeah, so basically, if you scan a bin here and it sends you over here, they give you a certain amount of time that you should be to that next bin. Now, don't get me wrong, it's ample enough time to probably walk over there and get it in the first five hours or so when you're on your feet all night for 10 hours with two 15-minute breaks and 1.30, and I mean, you literally walking concrete floor back and forth to bins, just grabbing stuff out and scanning, you know what I'm saying? And then you might be scanning over here and you're on the third floor in the 500s, and it sends you to the first floor and into the shoe section. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or you get something on your tail on and be like, hey, put your toe up, And go all the way over here to HVA, which is high-valuable items. Now you got to go through security. You got to take all your stuff off. Can't no phone, no Bluetooth, nothing come up there. Because that's where the jewelry and stuff at. So you got to walk all the way to the opposite side. Go through security. Walk through three levels of floors. Get here, get a basket, and get back going. And they'll take your little time off tasks, and they add it up. Mm -hmm. It's not just like time off tasks for... Okay, you've been sitting here, you hadn't been talking for a straight hour because you ain't scanned a toe in an hour. It's like, okay, I had to move from this section to this section. They give me this much time, but it takes this much time. So therefore, now I got another three minutes in my time on task. Then I'm working over here and yeah, I might been working for four or five hours. So I'll take a break by the fan real quick, try to cool down because it's hot as hell in this plant, fans every eight rows or so. So, you know what I'm saying? You could be between eight rows that ain't got a fan for three hours. Wow. Come across a breeze and be like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? You're like, right. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, let me get moving. So And then the other thing is when you fill out the application, it, they play you. They, so, you got pickers, packers, um, and those are the main two positions. Pickers is the one with the with the totes going to get it out the bins. But when you sign up, they say, hey, you could be on a walkie rider, you could be on a forklift, you know what I'm saying, or working a robot. So you like, well shit, this shit sounds dope as fuck. And then on the other one, it's like some basic shit, but you know what I'm saying, it don't sound as cool as a mug being on a walkie rider or a forklift all day. Mm-hmm. so then you pick the job and then you go there and you got a two-tier cart with two totes and you the one going around with a little thing picking stuff up putting on the conveyor belt You're like where the forklift uh no nah, no nah, it ain't none of that you'd be in a mess hall where it's coming down a conveyor belt and you got to sort it real fast that's about it but you got to get trained into that so yeah, they, they mislead you. They work you, you know what I'm saying, like crazy. It, the system so screwed. Like I said, one in one week, I think I hit like four and a half points, but went up to the thing, and I was back down to a half a point, all because it was just miscommunication, miscues for what needed to be done.
1: Yeah. I, I hate when the system at a job it's it's just set up for you to fail
0: like i remember I mean, it, it, it could be done but you got to learn it and you got to figure it out and know what you can and can't do because if you don't realize it you you'd be gone in a week easy
1: yeah i just keep thinking about this girl um i forgot her name but so um, you know the story. When I was at my my old you know cell phone job, I got my district manager position. I moved back home to Michigan when I got it. Right. I don't know if we ever talked about specific details of it, but the the stores here were all in shambles. They lost like seventy percent of the staffing between all the stores that were here. It was bad. And we're going into holidays, right? So anyway, there was this one.
0: I'm come work for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say it again.
0: I said, I was like, "Come work for me, bro! Like, I just, I just need you in one (laughs)
1: stuff." Family in, dog. I hired. I got a manager spot. Yeah, I remember. but no, we um, there was this young lady. She got hired in like mid-November, and the way it worked was is that your first two full months, you weren't held accountable to uh to the sales results and if um and if uh ab is still in the comments he might know this because we worked for the same retailer um uh you worked you, you didn't so if you got hired like halfway through the month that month didn't count either but your first two full calendar months like your results didn't count and her results didn't count until February. And then you you had a, a minimum sales target of revenue that you had to generate every single month. Gross profit, not revenue. I'm sorry. And um, if you didn't generate that number, you got a warning. And if you if you missed that number three times in a row, or if you missed it four times in a rolling 12-month period, you were terminated. She missed in February, she missed in March, she missed in April. Easy. Right? The whole, um, we realigned our districts and her store became part of my district in May. And what happened was is that the store manager that she had did no training. The assistant manager that she had did no training. The district manager that she had did no training. And so um, what happened was is that she missed her three months in a row and i had to fire and i'm like talking to my boss and i'm like like i look at her situation like it's not fair and then he was like you know what like i I know what you're saying this isn't the battle you want to fight you want to save the battle for like something down the road that you you might need to fight a battle for ain't that a bitch yeah (laughs) Like, yeah you know, a lot of people will say that, they, you know, being in that kind of position, you know, a lot of people say, I got screwed. They told me this, they didn't tell me that. And, like, honestly, a lot of times people be saying that they got screwed and whatever, and it don't be true. But this young lady, she got the rawest deal possible I've ever seen. And it just, it, it doesn't really correlate, but just hearing you explain that that process really made me think of her again. And
0: But, you know, you say... A lot of people say that and it's not true. But I think one thing we don't take into account is everybody's not going to learn the same way. Absolutely correct. So, you know, like right now with the job I got, I was trained, but because I'm not slow, you know what I'm saying? and I can pick up, like there's a lot of moving pieces in this business that I'm in. And I can pick up, but I still, I was telling my boss and them, I'm like, after I did my training, which was only uh, a week, I said, listen, all of y'all came from some part of this business, whether it was moving up through the ranks, a family member has been in it, you know what I'm saying, it got you into it. So that means, you know, at home, you was kind of seeing and doing this off of the table now they're just at the table. I said I come from know nothing of this business. Like I I know nothing to this business. I've used right. it once in my life, probably six years, eight years <laughs> before I ever even came to this business. Exactly. So I'm like, I I'm like you know the training just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh no, it's, it's easy to figure out. Uh, you know you, you know you just get it as you go. I'm like, no. I said tell me we're supposed to open up new locations. When you do open a new location, what is the procedure to open? They say, well, you just kind of, every person just kind of build their own way. No. Hold mm-hmm. on, you don't have a uniform. You've been in business for over 70 years. Right. You don't have a uniformed way to open somebody up or to welcome a newcomer into your world. Right. Even with the training, it was three, four people that didn't came after me and they all I said, I said, listen, I told my boss, I said, listen, our trainer, he's a great person. He knows the book in and out. He can't teach it. Exactly. He sucks at teaching. it. Yeah. I, and until you fix that issue, you're going to always have, you know what I'm saying? The issue of, of you know, people always leaving the job unless they just got tough skin and can stick it out. But a lot of times in most businesses, people, when they say they wasn't trained, they're not lying. But we say, oh, no, you were trained because you were trained the way I was. But then we ever take a second and say, well, do they learn the same way I do? Yep. Because if you figure out they don't and you train them the way they need to be
1: trained to learn it, you probably have a great employee. Yeah, right, man that's <laughs> to my Verizon bro that's something I, I haven't learned uh, you know you can't just put you know a person you know with somebody and say okay this is how you do it I mean you know that that ideology works for McDonald's where you know you put two pickles on every burger right, right. that doesn't work for positions where people need to deal with the general public and you know different things like that you know um, since I'm telling my old, you know, cell phone stories, this is. I'm three, I'm four months into my job as a uh, as a district manager, and um, you know, I'm asking my store managers. I'm like, you know, how do we feel? Like, you know, do we feel like we need something? I just, something ain't right in, in the district, and I can't quite put my finger on it, right? And everybody's like, no, it's good, it's good, we're good, we're just we're just trying to go. Like, nobody's giving me an answer. Right. We can't tell you true. truth. So I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. I transferred like eight people into new stores. I just did like the most like ridiculous 16 mega trade ever. Right. People was mad at me. I made some people go further away. I had this one girl that, um, her house was her her house was 5 minutes away from the store that she worked at. I moved it to a store that was a half hour away. Mad as hell. Yep, you lost me. <laughs> you, hey. Hey. She still works there today as a multi-store manager. Cuz I I put, you. I put her with the right one. Within a year, we had her as an assistant manager. No, within 6 months we had her as an assistant manager, within a year she had her own store. So like it worked out perfectly, and my results went from. Mind you, I told you we lost a bunch of staff. I got a ton of new people, and we went from like not performing to the next month we finished ninety nine point nine six percent to go. Mad as hell. I needed one more phone sale to get to get to go, but your boy didn't miss gold the rest of that year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so all all that said to say, it's like man, like putting people with the right people giving them the correct type of support because you know some people you can't say go do this right you know a lot of people in in you know sales in particular will say you know just watch me do what i do that that don't that don't work for everybody that'll work for me because i'm gonna pick up your flaw and i'm gonna do it better (laughs) You're going to try, son. You're going to (laughs) try. Hey, have you ever seen the chef with the butterfly (laughs) nose?
0: Listen, hey, the reason he's great, y'all, you know, I got to pat myself on the back. We (laughs) don't kill back close covers, you know, but he actually had somebody that brought him in the game and took some time to actually (laughs) let him, you know what I'm saying, really flourish and, and give him the tips and tricks versus... You know i i can honestly say if he probably made it to any other struggling store he probably wouldn't be the bradley he was but because he he showed wanted to keep that smile and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't gonna work but no nah, no nah, straight up though you you gotta have the right people you know that's what that? somebody that understands it
1: it it's just the way it goes all right. Well, I think I'm gonna change the title of this episode to employees employers be trash sometimes or something like that. But um, I got Phantom really? versus Sunkiss for our social media watchers. I don't even uh, know why you asked this dumbass question. Hey,
0: bro, this, should, this should be across the line.
1: This you went fan-up. viral on Twitter. Now we only talk about Orange Pop. We're not talking about like the, the breadth of flavors. We talk about orange pop. Fanta Orange Pop or Sunkiss Orange Pop
0: everybody should know me i'm a i'm an og type of cat you know what i'm saying and ain't no way no little punk ass fan of finna just come around you know what i'm saying trying to make a name for herself and my neck what hey right this should be unanimously especially if you from up north i don't know about it. i can't say about the southern folks they might have a knee high orange or something you know whatever you know and i ain't even gonna lie to you i don't i don't know what it is or, or what it ain't but i would take an orange fago over an orange phantom and i don't even know if it's an orange fago but i'm just saying give me the sun kiss bruh
1: it's too easy man Bruh, um one hour ago, Shannon Shark. He said, get off my t- my my TL with this bougie. Fanta great <laughs> orange the best. <laughs> Unk said, uh Fanta.
0: Unk always selling that. I ain't trying to hear Unc. Unk I'm gonna be on some old uh, blues T. You know what I'm saying?
1: Bro, I mean, I'm looking at this on Twitter. <laughs> oh, people is wrong. I'm not posting that. I'm not talking about that. Just 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 go on Twitter and look up Fanta Orange and you can see um oh, somebody I see wrote a picture of it in a in the toilet. George Foster72 on Twitter wrote Sunkiss, the best orange drink. Period. He said Fanta, not oh, even so second. So I go with crush, check, big K, Fago, knee high. I don't even know checking knee high. It might be knee. Heat. Uh, I don't
0: know. I just said knee high boy. You I ain't never ever heard Southern folks talk about a peach knee high. Nope. They uh, they they rate that against a, a peach fago all day. You Southern folks want a peach knee high. Northern folks want a peach fago. But yeah, knee high. Check. A check is an off-brand Southern drink too. But I done for plenty of them up. I'm telling you, oh, check ain't bad. But yeah, bro, fan, ain't even. This ain't even. Oh, See. Uh, uh, Uncle Uncle Sharp, you know what I'm saying? Uncle, Uncle Shane, uh, you know. What Uncle saying? Listen, he didn't make too much money. she shay got too much money. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I just matter of fact, and I just because my, my my laptop, uh, my second screen stay on something ESPN or or, you know sport wise. I just seen him and his brother showing up the home they grew up in where they granny took care of them and their bathroom was in the woods i can't believe this fool gonna go on 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 twitter and say something about a goddamn <laughs> I, like bro where you come from
1: i haven't had pop for real in over three years and the last pop i had was a cola i can't tell you the last time i had an orange pop
0: I Which don't know If you're going to pour it in some vanilla ice cream And make you a float You know what I'm saying Oh I never had an orange float, pop float Or grape you know what I'm saying Sickle float or root beer float Oh yeah we got we got busy at my mama I don't know shit
1: Listen Once, once <laughs> I got on, on the Rock and ride floats Everything else went to sleep Yeah I don't know nothing about that G that Fago rock and ride, boy. Woo. Oh, Fago okay. oh, rock
0: and ride. I do a Fago grape, you know what I'm saying, or a root beer or something, but
1: Barks to me, is, is you know what I'm saying? that's root beer for a float. Yeah, I, I ain't dead popping a while. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Fanta just to disagree, but if I'm being honest, I can't decide between the two. <laughs> hey, 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 wait, did you peep gang? A.B. literally left the show to go do a Google search to figure out where. Okay, bro, I ain't mad. And he came back and got it for
0: us, too. He said Fanta's German was a cake alternative. Now, listen, Coast I ain't going to talk cake. bad about, about German because I was born in Germany. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do have uh, the ability to have dual citizenship. I ain't going to talk about some folks I might need to run
1: to later. But. <laughs> <laughs> let see. Hell no. Yeah,
0: straight up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel y'all don't know Fanta was even around back then. Like, bro, this, this is not up for debate. It got to be sun And
1: You say, you say man, it's not like, up for debate, but Twitter went ham with it. See, if that's the case, I'm finna
0: just make a bunch of posts. Oh,
1: somebody you know wrote Sunkiss because Fanta is a Nazi creation and all orange soda is much <laughs> the same anyway. <laughs> I mean, yes, we spoke about the Holocaust earlier. It's, it's okay to say. Somebody wrote "Sunkiss" only because orange fanta is everywhere. <laughs> Somebody else wrote "Sunkiss." That orange fan, I got to It is take. Something
0: I ain't think about because where you at? But it's probably not a lot of people that even know what the damn Sunkiss is. That might be some shit just up in you know, what I'm saying around our neighborhood. Because, like, for real. You know, I ain't never think I would ever miss a Verners. When all you can get is a Canada dry or LA. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, hold on, I gotta go back home.
1: I need a Verners. One time for the one time. Hey, when I was when I was still drinking pop when I lived in Ohio, I would be I'd be missing my little Fagos. You know, we had have Fagos where I lived at in, in the Cleveland area. I'd be, be missing my Little Fagos every now and then. I'd be missing my, you know, my better made chips. That's a Detroit specialty right there.
0: Bro, have you ever had Nickel's
1: Donut Fair Donuts? Mm-hmm. Listen. Back in the day. I forgot Bruh. about them donuts. Oh, I hate you right now, dog. Bro, we got a Nickel's
0: Bakery back at home. So, like, we... It's always Donut Fair Donuts Like any store you go to. <laughs> like, you can... You, matter of fact, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago you was talking about like you can go. The hostess factory. Bruh, we got the so same thing, bruh. You can go in there and they, they expire in like a day or two. So you can buy them for like a buck twenty-five or something. Listen, if y'all ain't never had a cooler or a little, you know, the little bag of donuts, the glaze kind, little Debbie tastes like wax. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Tasty cake, it could be sometimey. Like, but I don't give a damn who make Nickels Donut Fair Donuts. is the best bag of cooler donuts you can get on the glaze side in America. And I'm so, bro, I didn't even <laughs> search them on Walmart to see if I could have them delivered to mine, bro. Because I, on me,
1: that orange and gold bag is still the same to this day. And it's fire. A.B. say I'm talking about soda like a lost love, bro. It- <laughs> I don't even hey, drink sport. I understand t- him, AB. I
0: just, I ain't drunk soda like in so long. Well, I ain't going to say so long because I drink with my liquor. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, when I, was, when I was in school, I was like, man, I ain't drank soda since I worked for McDonald's as a freshman because all I drunk was orange ice and water for sport.
1: Yeah, I get it. You got to let everybody know you, you ain't been on it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, when me and Fred was in that Target every day, he would go get a big-ass cup of cheese and a bag of hot Cheetos and dip his Cheetos in the cheese, and I would go, and I would get a big-ass cup, the largest cup they had, and fill it up with Coke. A right, cola. Don't be thinking I'm talking crazy. I you know, already said something crazy about Sierra earlier. Coke, a cola.
0: I would do the fruit punts, but, hey, if, if you ain't grew up with me or in my area and don't know about that hot Cheetos and cheese,
1: tell you i when, when i seen this man pizza dipping pizza, hot cheetos and cheese i knew i was dealing with something different <laughs>
0: <laughs> who did they let be my boss
1: <laughs> and we was both getting them fresh sugar cookies off that that listen i'm gonna wait the time look here I, I before i get people. hungry
0: where where can they find <laughs> you at <laughs> hey mr dot <laughs> humble underscore beginnings fresh got on facebook I'm gonna keep saying it. Go watch my reels because I need to get paid. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The 64 ounce of our cocaine. 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 Oh Oh, Jesus! This episode about to get flagged like shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's not misleading. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, follow me. On Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Brad Robinson 1986. At on Twitter at Brad Robinson 86. Follow the show at What's Happening? W H U S H A T T N I N. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Leave us a five star rating in your podcast app. Share the show with a friend because love is a verb, and you're gonna put action behind it because you want to see us to continue. Yeah, you want to see us to continue to grow the show. I thought I had it. I thought I want to go stammer stutter. No, sir. I'm going to do it one time. We will be with y'all next week. Appreciate it. Peace.